I noticed, and it was not a welcome change, that uh, Conte had started to wear more tracksuits for Chelsea. <laughs> um, that is the where is his designer suit? Like, what's the deal with that? I mean, brutal. It's seriously, I mean, because you only notice because you saw him, like, you remember at the European Championships with Italy, he's wearing, like, these designer suits, and then I see him in a tracksuit. I thought it was Bob Bradley. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Soccer Show Radio. I'm Husha and with me, Sean. And we're back previewing and reviewing the European season and all of the soccer news, going and preparing you for what's going to be the biggest World Cup uh, next month in Russia. And we will have shows and updates throughout before. So we'll prepare you to who you want to bet on and what to watch and who the players to see and all the excitement uh, that's going to come with the World Cup Fiesta. I'm having World Cup fever already. So let's get this show going and start with the Champions League preview. Yes. And first I want to say that there was speculation that we wouldn't cover the World Cup because the U.S. was eliminated. That's correct. You should know that that would factor like 115th on the list of reasons whether or not we would do it. We are world soccer fans, football fans, number one, U.S. soccer fans, number 10. So, (laughs) well, we still with the Egypt is our home team. Egypt is our home team this year. Egypt is the team. Uh, We usually have three teams because of our uh, ethnic. Uh, backgrounds in this uh, family and this house usually goes something like this US, Italy and Egypt. Egypt has not been in the World Cup since 1990 <laughs> last time they were there Italy hosted that World Cup and US was their first World Cup in 40 years. Lo and behold you know flash forward to 2018 Egypt is back in the World Cup yeah, but with think, Italy and the US right out of those three teams which would be the only team to qualify definitely yes. would be Egypt so yes. that's crazy and I saw an interview um, by uh, on Egyptian TV they were interviewing uh, Mohamed Salah or like the Premier League fan Liverpool fan like to call him Mo Salah <laughs> and he said that you know he had the whole weight of the 100 million Egyptian on his shoulder when he was going to kick that penalty kick in their crucial 2-1 win to send them to Russia uh, in their World Cup qualifier. So it was dramatic, to say the least. Yeah, and um, it's a good team. We're going to get to that in our World Cup predictions podcast. We're going to talk about all the teams, especially Egypt, who I think is a real chance to upset and get pretty far in the competition. Yeah, we we think Egypt is going to win their group, so... That's a good bet, to be honest with you. That's a very good bet. It's some some like five to one. Yeah. So that's yeah, excellent. Um, but anyway, let's get back to this podcast and to the Champions League final. The Champions League progressed while we were gone. Um, we saw good teams enter and good teams leave, and uh, we're left with a little bit of a shocker because Liverpool, against all odds, has made the Champions League final where they will face Real Madrid 
looking to make it three in a row in four of the last five years. And I think the last time we had three in a row was the 70s. Is that right? Yes, it was uh, Bayern Munich, I think. So that's 72, crazy. 72, yeah. 74. Beckenbauer. But, yeah, real accomplishment cannot be ignored. Uh, Liverpool also had a good run. So I can't say that don't in the Champions League, I don't can't say they oh, can't yeah. deserve to be there. Uh, however, I have opinion on what's going to happen in the final. Uh, looks like, you know, the odds are um, on Real Madrid by the bookies. But I have to be honest with you, the journalists, the fans, and everywhere you look, it's like there's only one winner, Liverpool. Well, so the, odds the book are is at odds. Yes, the book but, is but, at odds with the fans. Right, but I, I thought it was going to be like Real minus two hundred. They're only minus one forty right. to lift the cup, and and minus Liverpool. half, They're very right? slightly. Yeah, but not even. It's like minus half. Half a goal. Minus, for yeah, it's not. Which means if Liverpool goes to extra time, you win the bet if you bet on Liverpool. Right. Um, but yeah, but I I have to be honest with you, the bookies couldn't probably move the line to pick them. But uh, everybody's talking about a Liverpool yeah, uh, uh, upset. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, they set the total at three and a half goals. So that is insane for a Champions League final. Um, three and a half goals. I don't know if it's going over that. I mean, that's a pretty high mark. But um, Zidane said he expects it to be an open game. Um, obviously Liverpool plays in a style that would, you know, lead to tons of opportunities on their side. And we already know that Real spends most of the match on, in their opponent's box. I think Spain so. is probably right, though, because these two, for a final is high, but these two teams don't defend. No, they don't really defend. Uh, especially Real had uh, a series of kind of blunders <laughs> in the second leg against uh, Bayern in the Champions League semifinal. Um, but yeah, uh, this... First of all, last time Liverpool was here, they won. They beat AC Milan in that ridiculous thriller where they were down 3 nothing at halftime and they came back and won. And uh, Andrei Shevchenko, I think, played in that game, right? Because he's the one bringing the ball out for this Champions League final because it's in the Ukraine. It's an omen. Yeah, so he's going to walk out with the ball. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Liverpool fans feel about that. Maybe they're happy. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I think Salah has been the best player in this tournament. And I know that Ronaldo has scored and scored and scored. But really, the semifinal he played, the first leg against Roma, is probably the best individual performance I think I saw this year. Yes. Not in terms of goals. I think he scored two and assisted two, but just all around the pitch, every time he touched the ball. Yes. It was really incredible. It he was amazing. He really elevated his status after the game to an elite top three with Messi and Ronaldo, and people start comparing him to Messi. Um, so what's your prediction? Uh, my prediction is Liverpool. I think they're going to... I thought they were going to do it uh, a couple weeks ago. Now, actually, the encouragement from everyone else actually makes me a little more hesitant because <laughs> I thought, like, oh, I had a real upset winner, but I think mm -hmm. Liverpool's going to do it. I, I'm, my prediction is 1-1 uh, extra time, goes to extra time, and Liverpool wins 2-1 an extra time.
Okay. Uh, my prediction is Real to lift the trophy for the third consecutive <laughs> year. And But I also think it's going to go the extra time, 2-2, two, two, not 1-1. One, one, and okay. Real would win 3-2 okay. the next time, or on PKs. So. It, it takes a lot for me to go against Real. Because right. I've been on this podcast multiple right. times with my shirt and my scarf. And it's true. So. But if you listen to us closely... We do agree that 90 minutes is going to be a draw, so that Liverpool plus half yeah. is looking good. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, you have to pay up to get it, but yeah, it, it is good. Actually, I might look at that again. <laughs> Can't wait for that game. Um, what is that? We will uh, move on to... <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I, I wanted to say one more thing. I want to say, why are the Champions League ties... The semifinal, so elastic. Whatever the aggregate is, they always get back near it. Like Real, I mean, Real and Bayern, that second leg, you know, the final play of the, the game was Muller sliding, almost getting the ball. If he hit it, it's a goal. He was onside, and it bounces past him, and they just barely survive. Uh, Liverpool-Roma, what was that? 4-2 victory for Roma away. So somehow... Again, it shrunk back to almost being a tie again. What's the deal with the Uh, Champions League? I don't know if you saw this article or not, but following what you told me, I read the next day that Diego Simeone was begging UEFA to scrap the away goal rule. He said they they give disadvantage to teams uh, hosting the second leg uh, because if they would score one goal in the first leg. And also they said it makes, uh, you know, much more... um, chaotic like that like you said in the yeah. second leg of both games so but I don't think they're going to scrap that rule I'm beginning not to like it myself to be honest the with away you. goals well, that, it yeah, doesn't make I, any I don't sense like it either. yeah because you don't get an extra win. point in the right. you know the World Cup win. for scoring an away right. game right exactly if anywhere in soccer or no, well that's not a good example but even in Champions League group stage not like they give you an additional quarter of a point for an any, anywhere, anywhere in soccer. So, um, where do you want to go so next? So, we're talking about Diego Simeone, so we'll talk about the uh, Europa League final. Atletico Madrid R plus one uh, versus uh, Marseille. And I got to tell you, Marseille, I've been following them all season. Marseille is a good team. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I think Marseille is going to lift that trophy, not Atletico. Wow. Okay, yes. well, you should bet on that because yes. Atletico is currently minus 300. Yes, like this trophy. I know. I'll take Marseille plus one. That's my prediction. I think well, Marseille is, okay. you know, they got Paye and the, the whole team is good. Uh, they, uh, you know, so. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, Gustavo from Brazil. I mean, they, just everybody on the team. And, and, and they're not husband. They're, maybe, huh. uh, you know, at the end of their prime, I wouldn't say past their prime, but, you know. Um, I don't know if Gustavo gonna play for Brazil. Probably gonna play for France, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Marseille's better team, I think. Well, uh, Payet has the most assists in this tournament, um, so he would be he would get like the the golden ball for for this tournament. However, um, I don't know. Atletico got to this from the Champions League. Like they were in the Champions League group stage, and they got to this. Marseille was always in the Europa League, correct? From like the beginning, they were never yes. in the Champions League yes. group stage. They never made it to the main tournament. No, um, they have good fish though. <laughs> yeah, 
We eat yeah, most both, time. Both, both I love bullies fish, literally. Good good food. Yeah. Yeah. Atletico Madrid has great food. Yes. Um, been, we've been to most places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Madrid is, is nice. Uh Eric Abadal is the ambassador. He gets to walk out with the ball. Uh, final is in France. Perfect France. Yeah. So um yes, I think. Yeah. Leon. So Leon. that oh Leon. So yeah. there you go. I no, didn't know that. I didn't put that you back. Yeah. Marseille's a good bet. It's a good bet for the odds. I mean I didn't know one I mean that's an extreme I'm doing amount. It right now. Minus three hundred. <laughs> that's a little silly actually. But so would you go with Marseille outright to win or just Marseille plus one in um, ninety minutes? You know, more of the cautious way. Plus one? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I have to get on that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would say if I, mean, I had a pick, I would go with Atletico, team. but it's not like they're going to blow them away. No. I'm not expecting 2 nothing. No, I haven't nothing, seen like, right. I haven't no. seen that kind of explosion from, uh, you know, Diego Costa or Griezmann or whatever. I haven't seen that. They, 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 you're right. They're usually the team that wins 1-0 or 2-1. Right. Uh, so, um, moving on from there, do you want to talk about World Player of the Year or you want to go to other news and come back to that? Um, we could uh, come back to World Player of the Year once we wrap up the, uh, okay, know, the other so. leagues. Uh, I saw Southampton uh, edging uh, uh, at Swansea today to yeah. escape relegation. And send yeah, they drowned Swansea. Swansea City. But I got to tell you, watching the game, they both deserve to be relegated. <laughs> you know, Southampton was horrible. Swansea was horrible. It was just two horrible teams. They deserve to be in there. It's Swansea, West Brom, and Stoke. Yeah, get relegated. And these are th- three teams that two years ago were in the top <coughs> uh, half of the table. They were doing good. So I don't yeah, know what actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially and, you know, West Brom. The, especially the season the Leicester one. These teams were doing good. So I'm surprised. Um, as far as teams coming into the Premier League, Cardiff City got promoted. And then there are playoffs, and those playoffs involve, in the championship, involve Fulham, Aston Villa, captained by John Terry, <laughs> which I had totally forgot about, uh, Middlesbrough, and Derby I County. thought he was going to MLS. Well, it, possibly, but he, for now, you know, it's going to help okay. him back to the Premier When Rooney is going to MLS after uh, Everton season, he's going to DC United. That's... Okay, that's probably a good decision yeah. at this point. What about Iniesta? He's going to go to China, right? Iniesta's going Iniesta's to China, going to China, you know, because they promised to buy all his wine. <laughs> and they, as, just like as they yeah, promised when Rooney a bar outside the DC United Cup has, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. Because he likes to drink. <laughs> Um, yes, so uh, top four uh, battle, it's still between uh, Chelsea and Liverpool, you, you know, yep. still, uh, so, um, and Tottenham looks like they're going to secure third. But man, I mean, City can get 100 points still this season. Yes. They won two matches. You think they're motivated the to do that? Well, I mean, they're not fighting for anything else, so yeah, I think so, because yeah. Guardiola, I don't think... It's true, the FA Cup final is between Menu and Chelsea. Yeah, I don't know if Guardiola has a 100-point season with Barcelona. Oh. I know Real did. It's possible Barcelona did, but this would be a landmark for the Premier League because it's very difficult, obviously, to win You know what would be 32 matches if he can get the last two yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. So, so um, 
Only conceded 26 this. goals in the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. And no shockers in the European season. Very predictable. Very, no, uh, yeah. no shocker. You know, um, Bayern Arsene wins. Wenger's going away. I mean, right. uh, Bayern wins in the Bundesliga. Juventus wins Serie A. Mm-hmm. PSG wins <laughs> Liga. I mean, really, Manchester City, it's not a shock that they won. No. Um, so, I mean. And Barcelona winning La Liga is just like the same usual suspects. Well, La Liga was was a little surprising to me because I didn't expect Real to plummet. It started right away where they were plummeting. They lost like or to drew or lost like a couple of their first matches of the season, well, it was and they very, never recovered from that. Very exhausting calendar year of twenty seventeen. Right. You know they collected six trophies. I mean they're, they're gonna have to be tired. Right. So um, I'm kind of sorry. I didn't realize that Barcelona had actually not lost a match in this La Liga season. No, apparently they haven't lost a match since last year, La Liga, April of last year. So and they're going on 42 unbeaten run. So that's insane because we saw El Clasico and um, weren't expecting much, or at least I wasn't because it was, you know, it's not for anything. But they were time. going for the unbeaten run, and even when they were down, they were fighting. It was a good Clasico. It was good. It had goals from, as you say, goals from Messi and Ronaldo. Very nice goal from Messi. Um, probably should have been a foul. That goal probably shouldn't have happened. But then again, you know, Real engaged in their own shenanigans in that match. As I'm well. telling you guys, we have watched the golden era of El Clasico. I mean, this Ronaldo-Messi rivalry that ignited El Clasico, it's not going to be the same after them. It's just, it's really something special. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, and uh, so, by the way, uh, in, in addition, so Sergi Roberto got red carded for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. First half stoppage time. Um, I noticed at the end, they were, they were f- going full out. It really looked like Real had 10 men, not Barcelona. And Barcelona was really pushing it. And there was a lot of space. But I noticed at the end that Barcelona seemed to be parking the bus, like, I mean, really late, like last five minutes. Um, they stopped going forward. And I was thinking, you know, why is that? Because I know they have 10 men. But at the same time, it was for nothing. It didn't occur to me that they were trying not to lose this match and lose their unbeaten season. They can complete an unbeaten season. Right. So that at the end, you know, they really batted down the hatches, so to speak. And it was, but yeah, very good match. Um, it's very rare that you see a draw of this type. I was really expecting there would be a winner. Seriously. Like 3-2. I, I didn't expect it to end 2-2. I was really surprised. But, uh, yeah. So, that was El Clasico. Um, talked about Serie A. Talked about the Premier League. Um, FA Cup Final, May 19th. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, Manchester United. So, um, speaking of Manchester United, Sir Alex Ferguson... Um, ended up, well, not ended up, but suffered a brain hemorrhage and uh, had emergency surgery. And when he came out of it, um, he apparently immediately asked about, he joked about making it to the final at Wembley to see Man U. And then he asked for the result of a match that recently happened. So he seems to, I mean, I don't think they know yet, but he seems to be recovering. It could definitely be worse than what happened. Right. Um, do you have any predictions on Chelsea Man U? Anyway, I'd say Man U wins that 
too, so they will uh, double up. Yeah, I, I think I think Manu also. Um, I noticed, and I was not a welcome change that uh, Conte had started to wear more tracksuits for <laughs> Chelsea, and I swear I would exactly put that at the sort of kind of middling Premier League form of Chelsea, <laughs> really. Um, that is the, where is his designer suit? Like, what's the deal with that? I mean, brutal. <laughs> it's seriously, I mean, it, cause you only notice because you saw him, like, you remember at the European championships with Italy, he's wearing like these designer suits and then I see him in a track suit. I thought it was Bob Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> where is Bob Bradley? Is he back in Everlast? I have to check Wikipedia All right. for that one. And, um, you know, Manchester United are the odds-on favor for me. I think they will lift their FA Cup. They lifted the League Cup uh, uh, last month when they beat Arsenal 3-0. So they will double up and win uh, the FA Cup and have win both Cups. And Coach is LAFC. Sorry. LAFC. Yeah, he's very glamorous. Um, so there you have it. Yeah, okay. So then let's go back to what we were talking about at the beginning, World Player of the Year. So this is what needs to happen. I think Mohamed Salah or Mo Salah is really um, in the running to be World Player of the Year for a variety of reasons. He helped Egypt make it to the World Cup after 32 years' absence. He had an unbelievable season and was Liverpool both in the Premier League and the Champions League and if they uh, win and lift the Champions League trophy it'd be very hard to ignore him he won uh, English player of the year he won African player of the year and I don't see him not winning world player of the year having said that if Messi or Ronaldo do something exceptional in the World Cup, then they may steal the yeah. you know, prize from him. I, I, I agree. I don't think he needs to win it necessarily to get the, the trophy because he really kind of dragged this team here. I mean, Jurgen Klopp did a great job coaching, as we'll get to in a moment. But uh, really, Liverpool's team on paper are not, in my opinion, one of the top five squads in the Premier League. It they is are not. a very ordinary team without Mohamed Salah. And with yeah. Mo Salah in, they, he, they just look so much better. So, yes. I mean, he really, he's dragged them. He's yes. dragged the team he, there. He's I mean, the same thing with the Egyptian national team. So, yes. But, again, if Messi or Ronaldo win the World Cup... Um, I don't think they'll be talking about Mohamed Salah, especially okay. Messi win winning Cup, the. But... He may be winning the European Golden Boot for scoring the most goals in in in, in the domestic league. Okay, he's at thirty four. I think Mohamed Salah is at thirty one. You know, so I know, but he hasn't done anything. You know, if he didn't do anything, Champions League didn't do anything in uh, in the World Cup. But you know, they favor Messi and the people that vote. But it's time to look outside of these two who won the last 10. The only African player that ever won that trophy or that prize was George Weah. So, and he didn't do anything. He wasn't a World Cup. Mo Salah is in Champions League final. He's going to World Cup. I'm not making a case for Mo Salah. I'm just telling you this is what's going to look mm -hmm. like, I think. Um, and we'll follow it closely. Yeah. Well, it's 5-5, five, 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 right? Between Ronaldo yes. and Messi now. 
and both Valendors. Time to go somewhere year. else. To be honest with you. Yeah, it is. It is time. Um, I I like that to happen just to break it up a little bit, uh, because it has been dominated by those two. But there have been other great players that have kind of gone by the wayside and will probably be forgotten in <laughs> soccer history because it's yes. so, so dominant between those two yes. players. Yes. Um, I think yeah. Yeah, they're not wrong. No, I think it's a lot because it's not. It's not just the goal scoring. Like, if you're going goal scoring alone, it's probably Messi and Ronaldo, too, in the, as but far as Mo- Champions League. Mohamed Salah, I think, scored overall more goals this season than them. I, I didn't check. That's yeah, possible. I need to check or that they're too. very close, I yeah. think. Yeah. Ronaldo scored in 12 a consecutive Champions League. That was a record until the last game. Yeah, it's incredible. But, I mean, if you look on just, I wish they had um, a stat. Not percentage of shots, but percentage of overall opportunities. It probably is there of far, as far as opportunities convert into goals. Because I think what you would find is Salah had the highest percentage. He doesn't get as many opportunities in front of goal as Ronaldo or Messi. And he's done just about their level of performance. So I think that's impressive. From an efficiency perspective, he doesn't touch the ball as much. Or it doesn't seem like it, at least. And so he does way more with what he has. So, he'll be my pick. So, having said that, and then we just seem to be in a theme today, mm-hmm. um, who you think is your club coach of the season? Club coach of the season? There's actually a ranking for that, believe it or not, online. And um, okay, it's, uh, I, I think it's it. clubworldranking.com. Okay. And they had put Zidane first. Which would make sense because of all okay. the Champions League victories. Okay, but I, I mean... I, I know, think, whether they do with the team they have. Yeah, I th- I'm talking 2018 now. You know, I, I think it's Klopp. It's Klopp. Really. I agree. Yeah. That's why, <clears throat> not only Mo Salah, but I think Mo Salah is better because of Klopp. Because he played in other uh, clubs and he was not a you know, world-class player like he is. So, you know, I think Klopp done a fantastic job with Liverpool. I yeah, he really he deserved. Did. He is my coach of the season, of the European yes. season. And Again, you know, coach of the year may change. You know, coach of the year the is World dependent. Cup. Yeah, World, World Cup, Cup weighs heavily on these things, as it should, because it's only once every four years. Yeah, I think, um, I don't even know who else would be in the running for that, really, because you can't really give it to Guardiola for just winning the Premier League. No, you can give it to... Um, Barcelona guy too. Uh, they got eliminated quarterfinals right. of the Champions and, League. And Zidane is a mess in, in La Liga. Yeah, Zidane. <laughs> I mean, yes, Real. It's impressive to be that far. But you know what Zidane will do often? He will have. I think he has a team in mind that should play, but he leaves one player out on purpose. Yeah. And puts them in in the second half. Off. Yeah. They come like Bale. <laughs> You know, Bill Asensio, he does it all the time. What a goal! The by Bill last uh, week, and you know, and I, is he still going to Tottenham or what's the rumors? Uh, I, I don't know. I yeah. haven't checked on it, but that I think that would make sense. It doesn't, from Bale's perspective, I don't know why he would stay. Between uh, the various locker room dissension or really dissension by the fans on yeah. him more he's, than anything he's, else, seems to be. Uh, Kind of a, you know, <laughs> pinhead moves right. you know, he makes. You know what I, I didn't think about? Benzema's not playing for France in the World Cup, correct? No, we're pretty but, sure. no, yes. Well, they, we're not 100% sure, but we're pretty sure because 
the Shah had asked him out before the last Euro they hosted because he was threatening another, uh, you know, playmate, play, a player on his team was some kind of, uh, he was, uh, <laughs> you know, threatening him with some CS. Yes, he was blackmailing him with some sex video. Right. <laughs> so this, this, for Benzema, this is probably going to end up being like his World Cup final coming up. Right. So for that reason, I think it's a high likelihood that you see him play most of this match as opposed to Asensio or possibly Plus, opposed to Bale. He, the, him and Zidane, you know, I know people don't like to say that, but they're both Algerian, French Algerians, so right. there's a connection there, I think. So uh, I think we wrapped everything up. Uh, any any last comments about Soccer Show Radio, about the Soccer World, anything? No, with... Uh, we ran out of time to talk about MLS, so... Yeah, it's until, too bad this time. Until after so I really wanted to talk movie. about Bob Bradley. Yeah. yeah. I want to do a deep so, dive. Unfortunately, uh, no time for MLS, but maybe after our World Cup edition, uh, we'll, we'll maybe get a chance, you know, but we'll be talking about the Charity <laughs> Shield. And, right. You know, and that'll be, who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we ran out of time with the uh, Bob Bradley interview, unfortunately, so... But the World Cup, we will be talking about the World Cup, and uh, we're gonna have a preview, uh, for preview of the. We're gonna give you our betting picks and everything for the World Cup, and we're gonna report during the World Cup. We'll have more. Info yes, on that. and if you watch us and you watch our show, we will simplify this World Cup for you. If you're in school, or if you're working, or you're on the East Coast, West Coast. Lunchtime, uh, come uh, come out work early. <laughs> so we will tell you the matches to watch. Then do not miss matches. We will simplify that with you. Whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, the time, you know. So you could just make sure if you watch these games in the first round that you pretty much have an idea how this World Cup is going, and then take time off for the next round. <laughs> Yes, and um, yeah, we'll see. We've covered, uh, this will actually be the third World Cup we covered with Soccer Show Radio, believe it or not. Yes. Because we did it back in 2010. We did it, we came back briefly in 2014. Right. I don't know, do you remember yes. that? But yeah. To rave reviews, and now <laughs> we're, we're going to do a strong one in 2018 and tell you what to watch for. So we're... We're still on the rise as a podcast, so if you enjoyed this, if you could do us a big favor, if this is YouTube, please give it a, a like and subscribe because, like I said, we will be uh, doing the entire World Cup uh, recaps, previews, reviews, whatever. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes or any of the other podcasting outlets, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. That would be really helpful. Um, yeah, there you have it. And we have the ball, guys. Mother Russia going to the World Cup next edition. Cheers. <laughs>